Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Moral Hangover Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Dombrowski, with my co-host, Victoria Bruno. Um, Let's just take a second and reintroduce ourselves. It's 2022. I'm Katie. I live in Philly. I'm Victoria. I live in Westchester, New York. We both work full-time jobs while trying to navigate being a cool 20-year-old. So for anyone who doesn't know, a moral hangover is essentially a hangover from something you said or did. Didn't have to be drunk. Could be completely sober. um, And you just can't stop replaying it in your head. So people think it's almost worse than an actual hangover. You can't get out of your head. It's constantly there. Like for me, I always say cringe things. And then I'm like, fuck, why did I say that? (laughs) Or why did I do that? Whatever. So this is our podcast of how we learn how to adult and do it all while still being a chic, trendy bitch, basically. And you can follow us on Instagram at the Moral Hangover Podcast. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify and Apple Music. And you can follow us on our personal. Both our handles are there. So look at our page, give us a follow and leave a review if you love what you're hearing. Let's dive into the episode. So Vic, give us a life update since we've last talked to you. Well, it's 2022 and I'm turning 25. So basically quarter life crisis is on the horizon. I'm 100% feeling it. It's rough. So what are you doing for your birthday? I'm going to Florida, God willingly, you know, COVID okay, cancellation. You sound like an eight-year-old woman saying that, <laughs> God willingly. But seriously, I'm like fully taking things day by day because every day you're like finding out someone who got COVID and every day flights are being canceled. I'm like, I'm going to Florida and I'm so happy that I booked this trip for my birthday because now it's going to snow on my birthday. So that was like the whole intention of why I wanted to be in a sunny place. I think it's going to be 80 degrees on Friday. Oh, that's going to be so nice. What do you, do you guys have any like plans for it? Are you guys like doing anything special when you're down there? We're more just going to like lie out in in the sun and then at night go for dinner and then like go to a bar. Okay, fine. I'm excited. It's going to be a great trip. I really don't have any life updates. I was in South Carolina spending Christmas vacation with my family. I'm now back in Philly and I'm basically chilling out for the rest of the month of January to save money and um, to not get sick. So that's kind of what what we're dealing with right now. (laughs) How do you say your new year is going so far? I think good, but I'm only five days in. I don't know. I think it's going well. Like I'm sticking with my routines, but I don't know. We're season three of the pandemic. So like that part's kind of still salty because I'm 25 and I would love to be like well and out and doing what other people are doing. But obviously that's not the case. Um, So just trying to make the best of it. I agree. I honestly feel like there's so much pressure with like new year, new you, which like I'm totally on board with, but seasonal depression right now, like it's suddenly brick cold outside and dark. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to be happy here and go after my goals. And like the outside universe is just stepping on in there and fucking shit up. So I actually had a revelation the other day that I think I want to move to the South. um, Really? Yeah. Why? Because what state? We haven't gone that far yet. Most likely Charleston, just because it's sunny out. the The weather's beautiful. You're always active. Like half the reason of seasonal depression and the coldness is being in the North. Like it's freezing here. You could be depressed in the hot heat somewhere else. So see, I think when I'm older and when I near retirement, I would totally love to be a snowbird. Oh, so winter's in New York and then summer's in Florida or no winter's no, in reverse. Florida, winter's in Florida, summer's at home. Yes. That will be my lifestyle. So you should just do that. Don't move to. no. That's so many years away. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like literally wait to, oh, once I turn 50. No, I think I just, I'm just going to live my life and bounce around. I think really, I feel like the world is our oyster. We just have to like get up and move. No, I completely agree. Um, but anyway, speaking of oysters, there's always some gross ass shit in them. And we got to dive into our thoughts on the crazy pop culture world that's going on now. Obviously, today's guest, Jordan Woodruff, we're going to get into that. Um, We learn about her. We learn about pop culture and her takes on it. But we've got to give our takes first because so much has happened in 2022 already and we're only a few days in. Where do we even want to start? What is our favorite celebrity topic to talk about? 100% the Kardashians. (laughs) No, I I actually have a different one I want to talk about. Like This actually really rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, Um, what is it? So Chase Stokes from Outer Banks was okay. seen over winter break. So him and Maddie Klein broke up, which is devastating. She's now dating DJ ba- Zach Bia. Bia, don't know how you pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. 
and Chase is single. Chase was seen making out with someone at a dive bar, which is like, whatever, fine. (laughs) You're making out at a bar, whatever. But when you're a celebrity and there's no one really at the dive bar, like clearly you're a target for people to take pictures of you. And then he brings this woman's leg up. Like he's making out with her and he grabs her leg and holds it. I'm like, this you, is, this is a lot. This is a lot. You to need process. to send me this video because I saw a TikTok with him. Someone was like filming themselves and they're like, Chase, say hi or something. Or, yeah. And he was like, lights on, nobody home. Did you, yeah, that was probably was the same out. night. That was probably the same night. That was probably like a little bit after. But anywho, he's with like some rando girl and then the rando girl makes a TikTok and she's like, that was me in the video. Like I'm getting hate messages. <laughs> I'm like, let's relax. Like everyone's clout chasing. Now you're making a TikTok. Like, come on, it's fine. Like you had a drunk makeout with Chase Stokes. Move on. Um, that was number one for me. That I was like, woo. He's definitely having like a quarter life crisis or something. Like, or he's really depressed he's like about 30. Madeline. He is. He's like kind of old. He's like 29 or 28. She's around our age, but he's definitely a little bit older. Second thing, though, you know who's having a quarter life crisis? No. TT. Tristan Thompson. <laughs> is that your nickname for him? Or is that his, his That's his initials. Nickname? His initials are TT. Oh, you see, when you say TT, I'm thinking like T-I-T-I. I'm not thinking you're saying like. Oh, like the, the initials. T. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, your girlfriend's name TT. But no, he's the opposite of that. What's your take on all of that? I think that he is such a fuck boy. And I saw this yeah. meme that was like, does he even have time to play basketball? Like, Literally. Is he still an active player? Like, how the hell does he play basketball? And then it's like in this drama, I, yeah, he needs a vasectomy. I mean, okay, I think it's fucked up. I don't applaud it by any means, but I think a lot of these athletes do this. Oh, and it's just not publicized. Like they all do it. It's just not publicized. And honestly, I was thinking about this the other the other night. Why didn't he make her sign an NDA? Like a lot of these people, if they're going to cheat, they make them sign an NDA, which like, yes, it's morally so wrong. But I'm just thinking like, he's so dumb. Like he does dumb shit all the time. Like cheats in public, has things in writing that he's cheating. I'm like, do you not like get it? Yeah, he's an idiot. And then especially didn't this happen on his birthday? On his birthday while they were still together. That and she wrote this my long, heart. heartfelt post being like something like, I'm so happy we're healed and like, blah, 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 like a whole thing. And he decides to cheat on her that day. That really hurts my heart because she probably really wants to have another baby with him. So she has like the same baby daddy, like the same situation as like what Kylie's doing, what Courtney did. And like, he's making it impossible for her to have that. I just think it like, who cares about having the same baby dad anymore? Like, if you're not married, like, why do you care about having the same baby daddy? Like, if you're going to let someone treat you like shit just to have a second child with them, like, is it really worth it at the end of the day? I think not, especially if you are a Kardashian, because I think what it comes down to is being a child that's around people that love and support you. And they have a great, huge family. So you don't need some, you don't need the same father to like complete the the picture. They no, already have artificially inseminated. Like, <laughs> there's so many other options. Than staying with the person who literally treats you like shit publicly, publicly. Yeah, you're right. He sadly, a lot of athletes are probably doing this, probably not even athletes and get away with it. And he just. No, honestly, what average Joe is pulling like bitches? Like, that's what I always think about. I'm like, none of the boys I see in Philly are like, I mean, maybe they are, but like. When you have a platform like that. I'm surprised by. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Kim and Pete. I know Jordan had a lot of thoughts on that later in the episode. I know. But there's been new developments. The latest development is now Kim unfollowed Miley after the New Year's Eve. What was it? There was a special with Miley and Pete and Kim followed Miley and then she unfollowed Miley, which I don't know what that's about, to be honest. Um, I know what it's about. Okay, then it's tell because us it, it happened the day of the same Tristan posting his apology. Exactly oh. what Jordan said of her theory of that relationship being like a PR stunt, like that 100% fits into the conversation because it brings Kim and Pete, because it's kind of related to the Miley situation, back into the spotlight. They keep infiltrating. But honestly, like, does Kim literally think, oh, people are going to search who I follow? Yes, she knows. 
I don't know. I think they're calculated, but I don't think they're that calculated. Like I like, I don't know. I don't know. The one thing I want to talk about though is with the Kim Pete thing, like they're away in the Bahamas, whatever. Kanye's in Miami doing whatever. Like who was watching the kids as they're like both kind of wilding out in single life? They're nannies. They want to get away from their kids. I think I mean, North like, is a pain in the ass. I mean, I don't know. Um, but I mean, I'm not saying that disrespectfully because I know sometimes people say to women like, oh, who's watching your kids? And people don't say that to men. That's not how I'm taking this at all. I just like both of them are like out having like rendezvous with people. And it's like, what are what, literally what's going on? Like Kanye has like three different girls on his Miami balcony. It's like, I can't keep track. Good point. Speaking of kids and the Kardashians, what is your thought now on do you think Kylie had her baby? I haven't Did you even see? thought about it. I haven't There's even thought about it. There's pictures of her getting like out of an airplane or in an airplane and it's like she's covering her so she doesn't want people to see her. So I think she. Yeah, I wouldn't either. If I'm fat and pregnant, like, can I just like be ugly in peace? I think it's because she had her baby and she wants like privacy with the baby for now. But then why are you going to bring a baby on an airplane, like a newborn baby on an airplane with COVID happening right now and the dirty air? Like that doesn't seem responsible. If it's a private jet, it's like taking a car I don't think the baby's here yet. The baby's due date is in January. It's only January 5th. I don't think the baby's here. She, She wasn't even showing pictures when she was pregnant with the first baby. So I think it's just she probably doesn't she's not feeling herself right now that she probably was like, hey, I just want to whatever, put a sheet up so no one can see me. OK, I think you're right, especially because of the paparazzi pick that like tear her apart for when she had no makeup on. So it's like she yeah. probably just doesn't want to put makeup on, like leave her alone. OK, yeah, that's my team. You've, con- you've convinced me. But who knows? You know what we need to talk about before we wrap up? What? OK, new year, new shows. Instead of us doing like a book club, like we should try or I need to try. I want to watch the same shows that you are. So in this yeah. way, we can briefly debrief them on our episodes yeah. and you guys can listen along with us or watch along with us and have your opinion. So what are your shows? I mean, please? I already talk about my shows that you don't watch. So yeah, join in on the conversation. Yeah, um, basically, we're all joining in the conversation. What's, what shows are coming up that we all need to watch that you're going to be watching? So although... Although Clayton's getting ripped on TikTok and that he's like been apparently an F boy and like a weirdo, I will still be watching his season because honestly, yes. if he was next to me, I would probably make out with him. And you change. Like, you used to not like him. You were like, he's not cute. No way. Ew, black. He's six four. <laughs> he is six You're four. Like requirement. Yes, he meets the requirement. Honestly, I don't even have to look at his face. He's so tall. Like, I'm just, all I see is above the chin. <laughs> Your Philly 10 comment, I was like, 100%. He's such a Philly percent. 10. A hundred percent. Okay, I just need to say one thing. So, and then I'm going to get back to this. When I was in Charleston, every single guy was a 10 walking down the street. And they were nicely dressed, oh, yeah. well-groomed, like great hygiene. And then you come to <laughs> Philly, I'm driving around. I'm like, these men don't look like they shower. Like literally, uh, and that's why I realized I had Philly goggles on and that Clayton is a Philly 10. He's a hundred percent a Philly 10. Yeah. But I'm going to be watching Bachelor. I'm going to be watching Real Housewives of Orange County. That's on Wednesdays. So tonight I'm going to watch that. We're recording on a Wednesday. Salt Lake City. That's on Sundays. Bravo. Summer House is coming back. I think end of January. Um, we can talk about Emily in Paris soon if, too, if no one's binged yeah. it yet. I've binged the whole entire thing. That basically sums up the shows I've been watching. Um, Well, anyway, today we have Jordan Woodruff, and we're going to get into pop culture. We're going to get in her take of everything. She is um, a barstool content creator. She has her own show that just came out called Obsessed. It's basically her take on everything viral that's happening in the press, pop culture. Also love Jordan because she went from being an insurance, like working in insurance, to then realizing, like, I'm not happy in my life made a career change, moved to New York, and now works at Barstool. So I feel like she's someone that we all can really learn of, of like, it's not too late to make a career change and do what you freaking love. Agreed. Just got to take the risk. High risk, high reward. Just send it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our episode with Jordan Woodruff. Excited to welcome a Minnesota native, pop culture connoisseur, content creator for Barstool Sports, Jordan Woodruff, aka Jordan Woodno, to the Moral Hangover Podcast. Welcome, Jordan. 
Thank you for having me. That was a wonderful intro. I appreciated that. Thank you. I tried really hard. Could you tell? (laughs) (laughs) This like pump up intro. I'm here for it. It was the Ariana I sang to myself before it really inspired me. Um, So how are you doing? How is everything going? How's your Monday? Good. Um, I have been quarantining myself just because of COVID going around like crazy. And I want to go home tomorrow for the holidays and be healthy. And I'm going legitimate crazy. I I don't know how we did this back in 2020. Like I'm going stir crazy. Other than that, things are great. I mean, I don't even know how you're doing it because I had dinner plans with a friend this week who's from New York and she was like, hey, let's cancel our plans. I'm afraid I'm going to give you COVID. Not sure if I have it or not. And I feel like I keep seeing on TikTok, like Serena Kerrigan, um, Alyssa Publicity, who works at Barstool, everyone has it and they're quarantining. Like, I don't know how you do it when you're the only one who doesn't have it and everyone else does. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Okay, so I, I don't think, or I think I did not get it for two reasons. One, I didn't do SantaCon. And two, I got my booster, which I think were the two things that helped. And three, I like to brag and say I have a great immune system, but I don't know if that even plays into effect anymore because this COVID strand is just like spreading like wildfire. It's, I actually got my booster yesterday and I had to take off work because I simply could not survive. I am such a baby. I had my mom come pick me up from my apartment and I was like, Hey, can you be my nurse? Like, I really need some soup, really need some cuddles. Like I'm 25. I don't know why I'm doing that, but she did it. And I was like, you're the best. Well, it knocked, it knocked me on my butt. Like it, it definitely made me sick. I was in bed all day. Cause I got it the, the same day as Santa Con and I laid in bed all day, Saturday and all day, Sunday. Yeah. I, I wish I would have actually it was kind of nice. Cause I did get the day off. So I was like, ah, whatever. Here's my thing. I got the booster, but I didn't get sick and I'm not trying to brag, but I'm concerned. Like, did I not get it? Is it not working? Because it's working when you get sick. Like, that's a good thing. So like in my head now, I'm even more paranoid. Like I didn't get oh, sick God. from it. Something must be wrong. Like it probably didn't go inside me. I don't know. So before we get into the episode, can you just give a quick intro of who you are for anyone who doesn't know you or doesn't follow you? And honestly, shamelessly plug your Instagram as well, if they're not already following you. Oh yeah. So some people know me as Jordan Woodruff. Some people know me as Jordan would know, but I, the best way to describe myself is just like, I do everything. TikTok, tea, influencer drama, pop culture. It's kind of my wheelhouse. I recently started at Barstool Sports about two and a half months ago. So it's very new still. And I, I like to clap, like title myself as celebrity reporter at Barstool Sports. Cause literally I just like to talk pop culture like all day long. It's a, it's a massive addiction of mine. And for socials, TikTok, it's at Jordan would know. And then Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, I believe are just at Jordan Woodruff. So you'll, you can find me at either of those places. Perfect. Or a good Google search. If you can't figure it out, a good Google search always gets the job done. Which it's frustrating though. Cause when you, when you search like Jordan would know Jordan Woods, like the famous Jordan Woods always pops up. It's very frustrating. I, I do want to get into that later. We're going to do a little <laughs> bit of pop culture roundup later in the episode. And I do want to get your opinion on probably, you know what? Oh I'm yeah. Ready. I'm here for, it. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm here. For, I'm ready to talk about all things pop culture and not pop culture related too. Cause I still like to, to, d- to dabble in those areas as well. Okay. Well, first thing, this is a very niche audience, but I feel like you're a fellow person who loves the TikTok drama, particularly relating to like the Sway House, Hype House, because you met Bryce Hall, only working at Barstool Sports for two and a half months. I love Bryce Hall. Very unpopular opinion. Thank you. Please. I don't please. know if I can agree with that one, but keep going. Yeah, I'm just so, I, it's my guilty pleasure. Like, it's kind of embarrassing to say, but I, it is. And I just, can you tell us about this experience meeting him? How was it? Yeah, so I am a Bryce Hall stan. Like, I, I truly feel like, and I'm not, I'm not like, oh my God, I love a Bryce Hall. Like he's so hot, blah, blah, blah. Like I actually think he's a very smart entrepreneur. Like he knows what he's doing and I think he's done it really well. And he's also a really good entertainer. Like he's one of the few people I still can consistently consume their content and be like entertained by. But when he came into the office, he probably was my number one besides the D'Amelio's, like who I wanted to meet. And I didn't know he was going to be in the office until like five minutes before he showed up. Someone was like, oh, Bryce Hall's coming in. And I was like, what? Are you serious? I was freaking out. I was sitting at my desk and I saw him walk by and I literally pulled up my phone and started like recording him. And I was like, that's it. I'm too scared to talk to him, but I'm just going to go back to work. And then he walked by and I was like, oh my gosh, you're that girl from TikTok. And then we chatted and 
it was the best day of it was the best day other than starting a barstool in 2021 for me or maybe my life to be honest with you i love that he recognized you though that was cool that gave me a lot of like validation because sometimes like in the world of of tiktok or pretty much just like any in the world of social media you don't feel like you actually have a following but when somebody big notices you i was like wow what i'm doing is actually like working and people recognize my name so it was just like a really cool moment in that moment I would have been like I made it Bryce Hall knows who I am <laughs> I know. he I was- really is one of the top though like when I think of the big TikTokers I think of Sway House I think of D'Amelio's I think of Addison Ray. like I kind of grouped them all together as like the head honchos of TikTok a hundred percent one million percent I feel like him and Josh and like Noah are like the top guys of TikTok so I was, it was a very good day. I was very happy. The day Noah comes into the office, invite me over because I am <laughs> oh, so well. with him. <laughs> I would love for him and Dixie to come into the office. Maybe they will soon. I know um, Heidi was just at the office. And I know Dixie is a big Barstool fan. So hopefully she does come in soon. That's awesome. And you also interviewed Heidi. So let's dive into that too. How was that getting to meet her and interviewing her? That was amazing. Heidi is probably the nicest person I've ever met in my entire life and meeting her I, I it was it's almost like we knew each other forever because we've been chatting online for like the past year so it was really good really? To just, yeah I've been I don't want to say like close with her by any means because no say it it's okay. I don't know if she's gonna listen to it it's okay <laughs> but we've been like social media friends for probably a year now and um we just like chatted like and dm'd on and off So when she came into the office, I was just really excited to finally meet her in person and actually like talk to her in person because we've been DMing for so long. So it was just good to like know her and actually have like a genuine conversation with her. And I love Charlie and Dixie. So it was really fun. I actually watched their Hulu show and I really, it really made me like them more than they already did. I like them, didn't know much about them. And when I saw the episode, I'm like, wow. You know, sometimes you don't think these people are real. I don't know why that's like a human thing. We just don't think people are real when they get to a certain level. And I'm like, they have the everyday struggles that we all have. And I just found them super relatable. Same. I think I watched that whole series in a day or like two days. It was when I first moved to New York, I feel like, and I just binge watch it. I cried. It was so good. And I loved when they were at the table with her music. It was like actually her manager. And then she had like a few of her music team and they kept talking about the song F boy, like fuck boy. And they kept being like, Oh, Charlie, don't listen. Like, <laughs> don't say that word out loud, Charlie. Yeah. They did a really good job. I'm excited for, for season two. If yeah. Cause they are coming out with season two. Yeah. That'd be good. So let's back it up. Let's hear more about who you are pre barstool days, where you're from, what college did you go to? Let's, let's take it back a little bit. Tell us about the motherland of Minnesota. <laughs> Oh God. So born and raised in Minnesota, you'll probably hear it in some of the words I say, you'll be like, holy crap, she's very Midwest. Um, so yeah, born and raised in Minnesota. I went to college in North Dakota. I went to school in, at NDSU in Fargo, North Dakota. So like full-blown Midwest is Midwest as I feel like you can possibly get. And I lived, so I lived in Minnesota and then I went to school in North Dakota and then I moved back to Minnesota up until three months ago when I moved to New York. Um, do you want me to give you like kind of like the whole rundown of what I was doing like career-wise? Give us, yeah. give us your jobs. Cause I, cause Vic and I were watching, there was a clip of um, on Erica Nardini's token CEO podcast that she was actually asking about you, asking about your previous jobs. So give us a little, a little run through if you don't mind. I know oh, insurance yeah. is one of them, insurance and digital media. Yeah. So insurance is pretty much my whole background. I did corporate insurance for four years. I had, I worked at two different companies, but like it was, they were, they were insurance the whole time. It was like sales insurance. Um, so if you ever have any questions about any type of benefits or insurance, I'm your girl. I know. Perfect. We need that around it. here. Like we never know. We'll be like, well, what is this? People like bring it up at work. And I'm like, I can answer that. You have a question about your health. You have a question about short-term disability. I'm your girl. I can answer those questions. But that's a great way to make friends. Like everyone needs that friend who knows information that no one else knows. It's a great bond builder. Yeah. I know all like the things you need to know as an adult when it comes to insurance, but it's nice because like insurance is also important. So it does feel good to, it was kind of nice knowing like a niche that no one else knew. And, um, but I didn't enjoy it. Like by any means, it was, I, w- I was not enjoying my life in Minnesota. It's kind of one of those things, like 
do the first job you get out of college. It pays well. You just want a job. So you're going to take it. And then next thing you know, literally four years of your life go by and you're like, holy crap, how did I get to where I'm at? Um, so I was doing that. And then the pandemic happened and we were, we were like all quarantined and I've always wanted to work in an entertainment news literally since I was probably like seven. I have just been addicted to e-news entertainment. I was going to say, were you an e-news stand? Cause when you were saying that yes. I'm thinking like growing up when e-news was on TV, like every night. Yes. Like literally I would, the best time of the night was when it was turned six o'clock. Cause I was in central time. Me and my mom would watch entertainment tonight. I would watch e-news good morning America. Um, the older I got like in the morning when they did the Love good morning America, <laughs> I am, I saw George Stephanopoulos for the, like in person, like through the window a month ago. And it was the coolest thing ever. So that was fun. But, um, that was, I've like always been obsessed with entertainment news. I just never knew how to get into it. But then with TikTok, I was like, Oh, this is kind of something that I can start since the whole world's on it. And no one at the time, like I wasn't seeing my friends or anybody else. I was like, no one can judge me. No one will ever know that I'm on this app. Like I didn't tell anyone. I didn't even tell my roommate and, or my best friend or my family, like nobody knew. And I Wait, just started no question though, question though. Cause as I'm hearing this, I'm thinking to myself, okay, even though no one knew, do you know how it syncs to your phone number? Like, did you have yes. it sync yes. to your phone number and then contact your contacts started seeing it? Yes. I, I may have jumped ahead, but I'm just thinking, I'm like, how? Like I, I kept it a secret for literally 24 hours. Like my, my roommate right away goes, are you on TikTok? And then my, like my, my best friends, we're also like, uh, are you posting on TikTok regularly? And then eventually like my family found out because my friends would, like bring it up around them. And that was very small at the time. Like I literally, I took me six months to even get to 10,000 followers. So it was like a very small account, but I didn't see anyone. So I wasn't afraid to post because in Minnesota, people are a little bit more closed-minded about like doing social media and posting. So a lot of people were kind of saying like passive aggressive comments to me or just kind of making fun of me or they're like, why are you doing this? This is like kind of stupid or like literally making fun of me for doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Look where we are now though. No. And I literally, I, I literally just kept posting every single day, like consistently nonstop until, well, I still do it to this day until um, June. I feel like my whole life is like blended together within 2020 and 2021. Well, it's also like COVID days all kind of blend into each other yes. too. Because I feel like That's we're not leaving point. the house. So everything kind of just blends into one. Like it's not like you're doing anything that makes something stick out to you. Yeah. So I literally was doing it for from June 2020. I started. And then the like a whole year later, something just like clicked inside of me. I've always so backtracking a little bit, but I've always wanted to work for bar stool actually i i found dave through in like 2019 doing pizza reviews and i like thought he was the funniest thing ever and i really got into bar stool so like since 2019 i wanted to work at bar stool and then um i've always wanted to live in new york my entire life i have no idea why i had like never even been here until i moved here but as you know like new york just has like this draw and like it's the vibe yeah. it's the energy yeah so in may of 2021 i literally like had an epiphany in my car and was like i'm not resigning my lease i'm gonna finally like change my life and do something and and that like stemmed from a lot of things like i was very like unhappy in minnesota i would literally like, cry every single day at my job because i was like this cannot be it sounds more dramatic than it is like i'm just yeah, but we love dramatic. the dramatics we love the yeah dramatics. But like, I'm not kidding. Like I would like make those TikToks where you like, you know, those TikToks where people cry like every day and they like show like their life, like in a month as like, I wouldn't show anyone, but I would like, you know, like, you know, those TikToks, so like how people do that. I did that. Like, and I was like, show myself. I was like, I'm so unhappy and I have to do something about it. And I, something that just like clicked to me and I was like, I'm not going to resign my lease that day, I like went down to my landlord's office and I was like, what are my options? And they like laid my options out to me. I like started talking to people who knew people in New York. And I like through a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, like literally, um, I got introduced to a digital media job and that was actually in New York, but it was remote up until October of 2021 because of COVID. 
So it gave me time to like, if, if I were to get the job, it would give me time to like move, find a place to not be rushed. And I interviewed, I got the job. Um, it was like a purely entry level job, like pay, barely paid the bills. Like it was the lowest I've ever gotten paid in my entire life. Um, but I was like, F it, I'm just going to do what I'm going to like take it. So I literally like uprooted my life within three months and I moved to New York and started that job. And then as you were creating content, that's when Barstool reached out to you, right? Yeah. So I got the job in June. So I quit my insurance job in June of 2021 and I started at my digital media job. And then in, but I I was planning on moving to New York by September 1st. Like in my head, I was like, that's probably just when I should go because I have to be in the office by October 1st of 2021. Um, But when I was doing my digital media job, I continued to post on TikTok because I still was like, this is my dream. Like I, I love doing this. It was, I mean, it was like my side hustle. I, I made a little money off of it. Um, so I like continuously did it. And then in July, at the end of July, TikTok posted the TikTok barstool search competition. And I was like, I was watching BFFs and all of a sudden they like briefly brought it up and I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to apply it. All you gotta do is make videos and do the Barstool talent search hashtag. And I probably submitted, I'm not kidding you, maybe like 30 videos. Cause I would just like submit every single TikTok T video that I did. And they reached out, I think like maybe the beginning of August. They were like, Hey, can, can we chat? And I, I literally died and <laughs> I chatted with them. And then I met with Gaz who kind of handles like all of social and a lot of the the talent hires. And he was like, Hey, can we do a zoom call? And that we did. And he was like, can we do another zoom call? And I was like, well, I'm actually going to be in New York in literally a week. Cause this was by the time that we had like done this and the back and forth, it was like all of August. And uh, so at that, that call we had, I was like, well, this is really random, but I'm actually going to be moving to New York in a week. And he was like, what the heck? Like, okay, come into the office. And I went to the office. And it worked out. The universe has, I swear to God, has plans for us. And it worked out crazy well. And then I went to the Barstool office in the beginning of September. And then I got the job like a week or two weeks later. And then I started in October. Well, congrats. Yeah, so that was a really long story. (laughs) Right now, a lot of people are leaving their current jobs. Katie recently got a new job. I got a new job. So I'm officially like moving to New York come January you got a new job and then got another new job. How was that process going through? Like how the hell, if you feel comfortable talking about it, how the hell am I going to do this transition when I just got to a new company? You mean like the one going from New York? You started that new job in in July and then you got a new, then you got Barstool. So how, how did you even go about that? Um, so at that point, that was my third, because I'm 26. So that was my third job out of college. Uh So I, I kind of like knew what the process was of switching jobs and it's, it's a pain. Like I, everyone knows when you change jobs, it's like so much work. It's it honestly, the guilt, it sends me on a guilt trip and I don't know why I'm like, I'm doing the best thing for me, but it's a guilt trip and it eats me. It eats away at me. I'm currently on a guilt trip. It's the worst. <laughs> it's because society like literally teaches us that we need to stick with the same job our entire life. And if we don't, we're a bad person or we're lazy or we're like incapable of having any type of a commitment like it's because our parents mm-hmm. that's what our parents did, did you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah um but I kind of was like I don't really care I I literally partial was my dream job and I was like I would do anything so <laughs> it was I don't know it was one of those things where it's like this is like end game so I I don't know I just like didn't care really I also was so unhappy so I, I was so ready to to get out and the stars aligned like perfectly did. for you yeah, it was, it's weird. They lined really well. So what about making friends virtually? Or are you, you're back in office with Barstool, right? Or yeah. what is it right now? Because I know everything's kind of up in the air with COVID New York. So LMK. Uh, yeah, so we're back in office. Um, so yeah, I've been going to the office every single day. The office is still open. I'm just choosing to work from home because I want to, I don't want to get sick before Um I go home for the holidays, which is literally tomorrow. So I just worked from home yesterday and today. So I'm acting like I've literally been quarantining forever, but it's literally been two days. Um, it feels like a lifetime though. Literally, I was just FaceTiming two of my coworkers uh, before this. And then last night, me and a few other my coworkers were doing like Twitter spaces. So we, we literally can't get enough of each other. 
but we're all um we're all like we need to see each other's faces asap i love that um but like were you gonna say like how's it been making friends in new york yeah how's it been making friends because i think at least through friends of mine who've moved places they've never been before they struggle like the first couple of months making friends and like actually having a friend group to hang out with on the weekends and during the week yeah so i feel like new york is so weird where so i feel like in minnesota i had a really hard time making friends uh, i mean don't get me wrong like i had my high school friends i had my college friends but i don't know i just always felt like i never connected with people in minnesota but i truly think it's because like i've always wanted to work in the entertainment space and like do things more like this and in minnesota it's just like families first which nothing is wrong with that but they're they're much so like i can't wait to have be married have kids like i have friends a lot of my friends actually are married i have a friend with my best friend has a kid like very yeah very different than the east coast or like the new york lifestyle so i just feel like i never fit in so then when i moved to new york i actually it was the first time in my life i've i have not struggled to make friends um i've actually found unbelievably amazing people here and i'm not i'm not like just trying to say that to be like like to brag by any means but like i was very lucky but I also feel like that's because like, I'm finally like doing like what I was like supposed to be doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like what I feel like when the stars yeah. align, like things in, like, like you're happier, align. like when you're happier, you're able to make more friends because you're in a better mood. That's kind of how I think of it. Like, like, a yeah, effect. but like, I've also put myself out there. Like I, I joined Bumble BFFs when I first moved here. And if anybody is listening and lives in probably a bigger city, cause I don't know what it's like in small cities, join Bumble BFFs. It's, one of the I've best actually inventions. tried that one time, but I was like too scared to do it. Is it weird? Oh, no. Yeah. What's it like? But also so, it's weird because I've lived here my whole life. So I was like, I don't want people seeing me here and then being like, oh, what's she doing here? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's different. Yeah. Cause I, I'm like across the country. So I know nobody, you know what I mean? So I can see that. So what was it like when you joined? I literally was on it for day and I was like, this is weird. So tell me what your experience was like. So when I joined, I like, I didn't think it was weird. I, I didn't think I was going to make friends on it though. I was like, but I was desperate. I was like, okay, I don't want to like be spending my weekends alone. I had one friend at my current job who I'm still friends with today, but we, uh, I mean, you can't just like have one friend. So I was like, I'm just going to join. I'm going to see what happens. And I got so lucky. This one girl, um, who I'm very good friends with now, she matched with me and she's like hey blah 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 do you want to grab a drink and i was like yeah sure like why not like what do i what do i have to lose like what you know what i mean it's like beautiful out and i just moved to new york and then a few days later she was like hey do you mind if i invite this other girl and i was like of course like please invite her and then literally that day she's like do you care if i invite another girl so i was like okay this is great like it's not gonna be like awkward one-on-one because like i feel like I mean, you guys know it's like dating, like one-on-one is just so much pressure. The worst, the worst. Like, I don't want to be interviewed. I don't want to. Exactly. It feels like an interview. Yeah. Yeah. With three girls hanging out, like that is ideal because everyone has something different to offer and it's not like an interview when it's with friends. Exactly. So it was me and these three other girls and we literally just like immediately clicked. Like it was the weirdest thing ever they are like my three closest friends today like today in new york i've lived in new york for like three months but i literally love them they're the most amazing people and i, I literally deleted the app after i met them because i was like i don't need it anymore <laughs> but that's best case scenario my favorite friends yeah are the friends that are open to like m- my friends hanging out with my other friends if that makes sense like if i invite other people I'm like hey yeah you hang out with them whenever like for example my friends in new york and Vic, I told her that you got your job in here. She was like, oh, we'll have to get together and get lunch and dinner. And I'm like, yes, please. Like that, you know, I just love yeah. girls who are not worried about other friends of ours being friends with each other. Yeah, I love that one of your friends said that. I know. <laughs> I'm just finding out about this now. So you think that people in New York are so inclusive? Yeah, that's or the best way to word it, inclusive. Because I'm like, how am I describing this here? It's making no sense, but that's right. Inclusive. And not weird, like not trying to turn it into like drama or anything. Like everyone's yeah, exactly. everyone. It's not a big deal. Like in Minnesota, I would literally be like, hey, oh my gosh, like so great to meet you. Can we, we can we hang out? And they would never reach out. People were so um I have like gotten the opposite of inclusive. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why can I think of it? No, that's, so exclusive sounds like it's like something you can't get anywhere else. Like when I think of exclusive, yeah. I don't think of front groups. I think of something in retail that no one else can get anywhere else. It's only here. Yes. Exclusive. In New York, I feel like everyone's like, oh my God, invite everyone. Like, of course they can come. Yes. Like I could care less. Like they're more inclusive. 
Um, but then I've also met people through work. So my old job, I have a few friends from, and then obviously at bar. So I met a few like really amazing girls that I hang out with. So I have like friends in like three different categories, like past job, current job, and then like my bubble BFF. And then I also hang out with my roommate and her friends too. So cause I have an awesome roommate as well. That's perfect. Cause you can't get sick of one group. If you have multiple groups, you can never get too sick of one and like lash out. So it's perfect. Exactly. Yeah. And like at work, um, we spend like Monday through Thursday, it's hard to to hang out with people really. Like I'm like pretty much live with those girls and my coworkers. So then on the weekends, it's nice to have like a different group I can hang out with, just like change it up. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Since you are the queen of pop culture and Vic and I love Stan pop culture, um, we want to go through some 2022 predictions with you. Oh God. That's crazy to say like 2022. Like I still feel like we're in 2020. I know. I think I wrote 2015 on my um, to-do list the other day and I'm like, am I okay? <laughs> um, okay. Number one, new celeb couple predictions. Who do you think is brewing a relationship that we're going to see go public in 2022? Oh God. This is kind of a hard one. Cause I feel like I keep seeing everyone breaking up. Like I feel like Madeline Klein and Zach Bia won't, will break up. Like I don't see them forming a relationship. That's like so hard because people literally keep their life so private. And then all of a sudden one day they're like, bam, we're in the public. Um, I mean, this is controversial, but Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> <got to> say- <laughs> I, once you said this is controversial, I was like, I know she's going to say it. They're the only couple that I, I'm like, okay, this could be something that happens in 2022. Maybe they've hooked up and none of us know. Or I guess yeah. that would be weird. Yeah, that would be weird. You have to admit, they're like really cute. I was watching your TikTok on that today. So for anyone who is not familiar, Jordan thinks that Scott Disick and Chloe are destined to be together. Hot take. I I kind of hear for it. Like when you show all those pictures together, I'm like, oh, they're so cute. Right? But it is weird. But I feel like nothing's weird with that family. Nothing's weird. No. And like- that is true. That is. But also, <laughs> I think they both go for people who are emotionally unavailable. So maybe that, maybe they're perfect for each other. And like girls who are 19 years old. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like that's well, I guess they like, both go younger because Tristan was younger than Chloe and Scott goes oh. younger. So yeah. Good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I feel like Chloe literally goes for guys who cheat on her and Scott goes for girls who are 19. Yeah. It's, it's not a good look. But then again, I think that's all of Hollywood, sadly. Yeah, I know. But that's like the only couple I can think of because like I said everyone else is just there's not even like a guy girl right now who's hanging out where you're like oh I wish they would date you know what I mean everyone is so quiet until they're not anymore very true in the TikTok world I would love to see Taylor Holder and Charlie yes or Carly no 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 Osra yes that one same okay yes 100 million percent or Taylor and I love Charlie no no we're not not Charlie Osra we don't like Charlie Jordan I like him and Charlie Jordan oh I don't (laughs) I have mixed feelings about them I think they're just like horny for each other that's yeah I get horny vibes too I get horny vibes I get I get weird vibes from Charlie Jordan I'm gonna be honest like I'm just like not a fan of her I think I have like a, a crush for her like I'm very straight, but I, I think she could turn me. Yeah. I don't know. I have, she's just made like a few comments along the way where I'm like, you just, I'm just not a fan, but I love Taylor. I love Taylor Holder. Was it the party thing? The party influencer or it was like, show me your followers thing. No, she just like, she's just like said a few comments and like, she was, she's been so passive aggressive online where she'll like say something but then get mad at people for talking about it and we're like you literally went on a five minute rant on your Instagram story and now you're mad that people are talking about it and she like kind of trashed the Mion twins and like I'm a total Mion twin stan so anyone who trashes them I'm like you're done for (laughs) yeah that's why I'm like Azra and Taylor or Azra and Bryce would be cute too oh they would be cute yeah but I respect I respect your girl crush and Charlie because Charlie is unbelievably hot so I do respect that girl crush Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> She's beautiful. Like very fun to look at. So I get that. Okay. What about Pete and Kim? Cause I know you have a lot of thoughts on this. We had a, what four part series on your TikTok the other day about, oh. um, are they on your wall behind you? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding right now? 
No, they they sit there every night. That is hilarious. I so I was actually looking at your TikToks before we hopped on because I was like, all right, gonna prep myself a little extra, make sure I'm in the know. And there was one of the parts, it may have been two or three, when you said the Kardashians are so private that they never or at least Kim doesn't bring it up until this relationship is very serious. But with this Pete thing, you know, it was very quick to bring to the public. I'm like, wow, that's a really good point that no one's talking about. Yeah, because if you think about it, like, even with her and Kanye, we knew nothing about their relationship besides that they have four kids and they're the names of the kids. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they, we yeah. knew nothing and they've been together for years. And then all of a sudden, she's like being public for the first time in her life. And it's just strange too, because I feel like when you're a mom, you're more cautious, like what you, what you do, especially with a man, when you're going through a divorce and you have kids, it just like doesn't add up. Like I have so much to say. I could talk about this for literally another hour. We'll need a part two then. We'll need a part two for the Kim Pete saga. Yeah. I mean, I can like, I, I mean, we can definitely talk about it, but I'm give like, us, you're going to hold me back. Notes. Give us your cliff notes right now. Give us high okay. level cliff notes. Okay, these are like, I'll give you like the quick four reasons why um, I think that Kim and Pete are fake. So okay. um, I, I truly feel like Kim, Chris Jenner hired Pete Davidson to be like their PR guy to get rid of like all the backlash they were receiving. Because if you think about it, in 2020, they kind of went underground. Like they were, they didn't do much. And all of a sudden they started, they're like back in the spotlight. They are number one again. And they're just getting hit with so many PR crises like all the time. So I feel like first with the Kanye and Kim thing, Kim wants to get away from Kanye. So what do you do? You, you date like the most controversial guy in Hollywood, Pete Davidson and controversial in a good way because he's like Pete Davidson. Yeah. And then from there, they take their pictures of holding hands. You don't hear much of it. And then all of a sudden Astroworld happens. Skims is launching a unisex line. Uh, Kim and Pete are back in the spotlight. Then we don't really hear much about it. We hear that Pete and Miley might be together. And then Tristan Thompson cheats on Khloe Kardashian. Mm-hmm. He has gets another woman pregnant. Which, why happened? are we learning this now? I just need to interject for one second. Why are we? That's what I thought immediately when I saw this woman pregnant nine months. I'm like, obviously he knew this woman was pregnant, you know, nine months ago. Like, why are we talking about this now? Right? Yeah, I never and, thought of that. Like, she filed, she filed whatever she filed to him, you know, five months ago. She when she knew she yeah. was pregnant. Like none of this just happened like like that and we're all making it seem like it did. okay keep going sorry I just need to add my two cents on that oh no that that's an extremely valid point like another reason <laughs> and then when that happens like or the the hickey or did hickey pictures come before after that no before that the like astroworld was still getting so bad so they like threw in the hickey pictures then the tristan thompson thing happened and then the staten island pictures come out Mm-hmm. and it's just like every time they have this massive PR crisis Kim and Pete get spotted together because it's not consistent it's like every so many I mean they've been spotted together like four times now and there's also been like four PR crisis moments in the Kardashians lineup this past few months um and I also people are like in my TikToks are like well what do what do Pete and Kim gain it's like okay Kim Kardashian is number one again Kourtney Kardashian took the spotlight from her like all of 2021. So what does she do? She picks a guy who's arguably like more famous and hotter than Travis Barker. He's like a Travis Barker look like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But more famous. So she takes him. She's now the number one sister. And then Pete Davidson obviously benefits because Kim, it's Kim Kardashian. Like, yeah. I think it's also the shock value too, because if you look at Kim's past relationship, you know, she's dated athletes, she's dated rappers you don't really see her dating some, you know, comedian, like some Joe Schmo comedian, yeah, right? You know, isn't ripped, like doesn't look like a model, like no offense to Pete. I think he's great, but he's not her typical guy that she goes for. Right. And it's like, what's in right now, Machine Gun Kelly, Travis Barker. So Kim Kardashian's like, I'm going to get a version of them that's even better and hotter and more famous and cooler. So it's you just are like, so right. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I literally like woke up, not woke up at 1130 last night. I just like couldn't <laughs> sleep and I like had to get all of my feelings out. And is that when you did the four part series? Yes. <laughs> I literally turned my head and I was like, I'm talking about this. They were great. I love it. So what is your prediction of 2022? When, when's it going to stop? When are they ending? How long do you give it? I feel like it will probably end around because Pete kind of has like a shelf life of about 
six to eight months with any girl he talks to. So I would give it like. No, that's so true. That really, it never works out sadly. Yeah. It like everything he, everyone he's dated ends before a year. So what is it? They started in like October, so November, December, January, March, April, probably like around April, May. They'll probably end things. They'll probably go on for a while. Do Maybe you think even hooking long. up? Like, did you think the hickey was real? I feel like they're probably, I mean, probably hooking up. I mean, like. Why wouldn't you? It's Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. Might as well benefit, benefit in some way. Katie and I talked about this and I was like, Kim Kardashian does not strike me as the type of person who would give a hickey. I don't know. I also feel like Kim doesn't like hook up. I can see her being like, I can't move because I don't want to like hurt my face. Like she literally would like sleep. Remember she came out with that thing where she like slept like this so she wouldn't get any neck wrinkles. Like I can literally see her being like, don't touch me because I don't want to make anything imperfect. I, I love Kim, but I also could like talk about Kim and her problems all day. Yeah, me and you both. I stand her so, so much. Okay, I want to shift gears and go to burning questions. So more about you and celebs that you're obsessed with. So what celebrity do you want to meet before you die? And don't say Bryce Hall because I already happened. Kim Kardashian. Okay. 100%. <laughs> yeah, she's probably like my number one. I, 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 I think I, I would I, like literally have full-blown diarrhea if I met her. Like I do definitely have my opinions, but I have the most respect for the Kardashians in the world. Like they are literal geniuses. Yes, they do dumb things, but like they own up to them and they are just like so freaking smart. Oh, it's all great marketing. Great marketing, yes. great PR. Um, which reality TV show has the best cast in your opinion? So I don't know why, but I'm like a massive stan of Two Out to Handle season one. Oh, I don't think I watched that. Where is that I- Francesca? Yeah, Harry and Francesca. Okay, okay. Yeah, I love Harry. I really like Yeah. Harry. Oh, actually, so hot take. Actually, not a hot take. I was like five years behind, but uh, the Molly Mae Tummy Fury Love Island season, best cast. I just watched it for the first time like a month ago. And I would say, I think it's season three or five. I don't know. Love Island fans will like know what I'm talking about, but it's the season with Molly Mae and Tummy Fury. That was a great cast. Very attractive people. Okay, I'll have to binge that later. When I don't have a show to think of, I'll watch that one. <laughs> yeah, that was good. But Two Out to Handle, for some reason, season one was just so entertaining. I watched it in one day, and I've never watched a reality show in like one day before. I think I did the same. That was also in the height of COVID, though. Yeah, that's true. I had nothing better to do. I still have not watched Two Out to Handle, but now I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to start that this um, break. You should. Season two was good, too, but like, I, you know, the season one is always the best. Okay, who is your Hollywood crush? Um. Okay, so I have like three from the like like all in like Pete Davidson. I love Pete Davidson, um, okay. but I also love Dylan O'Brien. And then Dylan, what's Dylan in? Like, what do you what's know him? Not? You definitely do. He's like from Teen Wolf, Maze Runner. Um, not ringing a bell. Oh, you need to look him up. He is okay. So when beautiful. you Google him, you're gonna be like, oh wait, I know who that is. Yeah. Okay. And then um, I also love like Logan Paul. Really? I am yeah. so shocked by your answer. I don't know why. Like, I didn't know Pete was your Hollywood crush. I just, I just thought you thought he wasn't nice or whatever. And then you're like, oh, he's my crush. And then Logan Paul is like, woo, you have a big um, blondes, I think. Okay. So two things. One, Barcel kind of changed me and like my, um, what I look for in a guy. Like I'm, I love funny. I, I always have loved funny, but Barstool's really showed me like how much I appreciate a funny person. So I think that's why I like Pete so much because he's so funny. And that's funny you say blondes because this is like so TMI. But uh, when I was younger, I always dated blonde, blue eye guys. And then I got on birth control and all my boyfriends were brunettes. And then I recently got a birth control like six months ago. And since then, all my friends are like, why do you always like all these blondes? Like, when have you ever liked a blonde? And I'm like, I think it's like hormonal. <laughs> I'm like, maybe it is. Like such it has a to be. thing, but it's like my friends are like, since when have you been into blondes? And I'm like, in high school before I was on birth control. You're and a rare breed though, because I, I think a lot of girls don't like blondes. So honestly, it works out for you because then you have more options if you go for the blondes. That's true. But in my head, I still am like, oh, I would love to end up with a brunette. But like all the guys I think are hot are blondes now that I think of it. Like you make very valid points. Yeah. I don't like blondes, but I do like Taylor Holder as a blonde. Oh, yeah. And Dylan hey. O'Brien as a blonde. He looks good. <laughs> and Pete Davidson as a blonde. I think I do like blonde. Yeah, I do like blonde. I can't wait for the day you have a relationship debut on Instagram and it's with a blonde. I'm going to die. Everyone, like, like yes. 
as long as he's like six three, I'll be happy. Yeah, I mean, she's gonna say over five eleven. Like I always say, yeah. under five eleven, we call friends. But my mom told me I need to like lower my standards because she's like, I think you're being a little shallow, and I'm like, mm, maybe not, mom. I'm tall. I'm five eight, and for a girl like that, puts me at five ten with any shoe I wear, pretty much. So it'd just be nice to not be taller than my boyfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So six, okay, like, I'm just being selfish. I'm five three. But like I'll, I'll chill on the tallness. I'll say I'll send him. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Victoria, <laughs> how tall are you? I'm five six, but I have a boyfriend, okay. and he's like five seven. And it, it honestly stinks that like we're too close in height. And I'm like, oh god, if we get married, because we've been dating since high school. Um, I was like, what am I, what shoes am I going to wear for my wedding? And I'm going to have to wear flats. Like that's you can't so be the girl who wears flats to her wedding. I'm not letting that happen. I would rather prop him on a stool. if I. Katie, have. you don't even see anyone's shoes at the wedding. If the dress is long. Okay. True. You, All right, no we're going to back to that. We're gonna <laughs> okay. that. This is so random, but seeing you guys like switch into the small boxes, do you guys ever get people who like you look like, because you both like when you guys were switching into the small boxes, like you guys both look like. I like picked it up right away. Okay. You better not say someone ugly because every time someone tells me who I look like, it's been ugly people recently. And oh. I like, have some more respect. No. <laughs> so I think, I think you look like Kit from The Bachelor. I get that all the time. And then Victoria, oh, I think does. you look like, um, is it Mia Michelle from Glee? Leah, she's the one who died? No. No. no, no that's... Uh, her boyfriend died. Oh, I've never gotten that before. Really? I'll take the I'll take it as a compliment. In like the I think yes, when you guys were switching back and forth to the boxes, I was like, oh my god, you guys look like people, like famous people. I don't love the kit reference, but like I get it all the time now, and I'm like, ugh, we're just gonna have to go with it. She's beautiful though, so and so are you. Katie, you should start telling the story that so Katie was almost gonna be on Matt James this season, and you know what? Maybe like Katie, since you ended up not doing it, they're like, all right, we gotta put actually the, that's what a friend of mine said to me, actually, which Wait, is what? That's what my mom thinks. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not a bachelor fan anymore. I was for so long. And like two years ago, I just like after Peter season, I was like, oh, no, I'm done. Yeah, I don't know why they picked him. That was a bad choice on their part. Um, okay. Who would be your Hollywood bestie? You give me Jennifer Lawrence vibes. Oh, I love Jennifer Lawrence. Her humor would sit well with me. Like I would, I would vibe with that. It sucks because like everyone I'm thinking of is like TikTok um I'm such I like vibe with so many moms like I'm such a mom person I feel like Heidi D'Amelio like I would be like her bestie or like a Khloe Kardashian I just like funny and chill or even like a Kylie or Kendall they're not funny but they're they're chill or like Hailey Bieber maybe I'm trying to think of very like chill people Hailey Bieber in her YouTube days now I like yes. her better because of her YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, though, there's like nobody I like aspire or like would want to be friends with though because like not a, this sounds horrible because I'm obsessed with pop culture, but like there's nobody like I am deep down like truly obsessed with where I would cry if I saw them because like I don't think anyone's that like people are kind of they kind of suck. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to. It sounds really weird because I'm obsessed with pop culture, but like there's nobody famous where I'm like, oh my god, I want to be their best friend. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. It's, isn't it always the saying is you'd never want to meet someone who's famous that's their superhero or something? Yeah, never meet your heroes. Yeah. 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 But I mean, you know, Vic and I in our industry, we kind of get a taste of that through the different like personalities. But it's just people are always different than you think they're going to be. I yeah. Think. Like, or, it's in person versus how you see them on TV, like how they're presenting themselves. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I'm always like, there's someone I'd really want to be friends with. But like, I feel like the people I said, if I had a pick, would be cool. Like more so Khloe Kardashian or like Heidi D'Amelio or even like Dixie, but Dixie's too young to be my friend. Okay. <laughs> you could have an Addison-Courtney relationship if you wanted to. I mean, That's you guys true. clearly aren't that many years, but. That's true. Okay. I want to talk to you about celebrity age gaps. What do you think of it? Honestly, I feel like it's in. Age is truly just a number. Obviously like date some, like I don't think I should be dating a 19 year old, but like. I think it's fine. If, I think as long as you're over the age of like 21, like you can legally drink. I think it's fine. And I also feel like for me, I wouldn't mind dating up. I would never date younger, but I wouldn't mind dating a guy who's like 35, 36. Like they're mature and they know what they want. And I mean, but I'm 26 though. I don't know how they're. Mm-hmm. I'm 25. Guys? No, I had a bad experience with a 35 year old. That's why I made that face. Sometimes they can be, they can be dicks. Um, and sometimes <laughs> they can definitely like 
be condescending, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's in right now. Like everyone's dating, like these have these like massive age gaps. I just saw TikTok about it and this girl like showed so many people and I was like, holy crap. You are the best place to find single hot men though that are like older. I'm convinced. I haven't found any yet. (laughs) You will just walk on the street. I feel like whenever I walk in the street in New York, I'm like, woo, woo. I'm like, I don't know where to look. I have had a poor dating experience or I haven't had like a good dating life in New York. So that's something I hope will change in 2022. Are you on dating apps or have you just been meeting people like organic? No. So I deleted the dating apps because I was just like sick of them. And I've met a few people organically, but it's just always been like getting ghosted or you go on a date with them and you're like, oh my God, like I never want to see you. Like, it's just not been good. But you know what I always think though, like for you in the position you're in and having the platform you have, I'm like, wouldn't you think they would like put a little bit more effort in? Like you could literally just, you know, shit on them. Not that you would, but you know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't that make them think twice? Like, oh, I'm going to act a little bit nicer just because, you know, she works in media and she has this platform. Like, I don't want to piss her off. Yeah. A lot of people have told me that that's like why it hasn't worked out because it might be not like in not that I'm intimidating but it might be intimidating to people to be like kind of scary dating someone who has I don't even have like a big platform but like maybe that like works for bar so because like if you do anything wrong maybe like they could say something that's just like what my friends have told me to make me feel better <laughs> um but I also haven't dated I haven't dated anyone really since working at bar so it was kind of like all within my first like month and a half at, in New York. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go date people like crazy and just like have fun. And then when I started at Bar, so like, I haven't really dated since. All right, we'll go on double dates. I go on a lot of dates. I never work out, but I'll take you next time. <laughs> Please I'm do. Like, I, I, they're just fun. Ask about his hot friends. I'm telling you. I swear to God, I'm going to see a picture of him and be like, I'm an idiot. Of course, I know who that is. So please send me a picture. Yeah, I will. I, very hot friends. And I'm sure they're going to love that shout out. Um, okay. Last question of the burning questions for you. What do you think of content creators collabing with real celebs? Like we kind of see this in the YouTube space. We see Selena Gomez, Rare Beauty. She'll be collabing with like random YouTubers doing, you know, both of them would be doing like, get ready with me. What do you think of these mainstream celebs? And even Kim Kardashian's done this when she came out with beauty. What do you think of them collabing with these content creators, YouTubers, social media stars? I feel like they're geniuses. Like, I feel like the new wave of influencers that are like coming from TikTok are looked at as a lot more relatable. Like, I feel like they can push product more than famous people because you look at famous people and they're like, I'm like, I can't relate to you. Why would I want to wear what you wear? Where like you see someone on TikTok who maybe has like a million followers and you're like, okay, I feel like that person I could be friends. Like I want to, like I buy way more than, than like the people I, I follow on TikTok than I do from celebrities. So I feel like celebrities are seeing that and they're like, okay, if I can get endorsed by this TikToker who's very genuine that everyone seems like they can relate to, maybe more people will buy my products. So I feel like it's purely like PR move and they're just like being really smart. And I'm here for it. I mean, like they get clout and they get clout. So they get, actually they get clout and they get sales. Yeah. Truly. Okay, Vic, you want to ask our last question of the pod? All right. Tell us what is your power move? So what do you think got you to where you are, your New York City apartment at your dream job at Barstool? It's like, what's the Jordan secret sauce? Oh, gosh. So I, and I I talked about this on Erica's podcast too, and it's my phone background too, but I don't know. I don't even know when it was because it's been my background for so long, but I saw a quote and it was like the fear of looking stupid is holding you back. And ever since that quote has been like in my life, I just like do whatever. Cause I'm like, okay. Cause there's been so many times where I like didn't want to post something and I have regretted not posting it because I'm afraid of looking stupid or being judged. And as soon as I like embedded that quote into my life so much more so much has changed and so much has opened up so literally just like not Mm -hmm. caring what people think like you just can't I think I need I need to add that to my phone background because I feel like that's the biggest thing for me personally holding me back I'm always like oh what's someone from home gonna say about me so uh, that's great advice I mean personally taking it (laughs) yes yeah there's always gonna be people who are so mean and nasty but you just have to remember that they're dealing with their own issues yeah, like people talking shit on your eyebrows. I'm like, you have great eyebrows. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm like, the oh, the amount of my comment section is if you I like your eyebrows is as you bad have as full it can eyebrows. Get it. Like there's people who literally have like a, a slither of hair. 
Oh yeah. I, I don't know what it is. My comment section is horrible. Like if you want to be sad, just like read my comments. It's crazy. But like, I should tell myself it's stemming from an insecurity of their own and they're just jealous. And then that helps me a little bit, but um, yeah, just like you really just have to stop caring what people think. And I swear that will make you go so far. Cause if you think about all like the big names who've made it in more of like this space, like even Alex Cooper, for example, just because like everyone knows who she is, like she literally is shameless and does not care what anyone thinks. And she's one of the most successful podcasters of our generation. You know what I mean? So it's like, just have to do you. Screw what people think. And if like, screw the haters, but also like hate brings good publicity too. So all PR is good PR. No such thing as bad PR yet. Literally no such thing as bad publicity. That's another rule I live by. Like the hate, more comments, more engagement. Perfect. Well, thank you, Jordan, so much for coming on. And thanks for doing this after your work day. We really appreciate it. Where can people buy your merch? Not obsessed. I know that's huge. Oh, I yeah. keep people reposting it. Where can everyone buy your merch? And can you plug where they can follow you again if they weren't listening before? Yes. I just realized I probably should have like better posture during this because when I sat up straight, I was like, oh, you know, oh, see it. Worse. <laughs> I know. I'm like, um, so merch is going to be on the Barstool store or you can go to my, any of my socials, it's in my link, but, or you can just go to the Barstool store under Jordan Woodnow and you'll find it there. And then Instagram, Jordan Woodruff, Twitter, Jordan Woodruff, TikTok, Jordan Woodnow. And then YouTube, I think is Jordan Woodruff. Might be Jordan Woodnow, but if you search either, you can find it. Or you can go to my Instagram. And I have all the links right there on my link tree. Perfect. And we're at the Moral Hangover Podcast. We have new episodes bi-weekly every Monday. We will see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Bye.